Mama, I'm Tanya Malcolm, and this is the Shine On Mama podcast. Ever feel like the encouragement, motivation, belief, and advice you give your kids should be compiled into a little self-help book with your own name on it? Yeah, I know the feeling. You're in the right place if you need a reminder that you've got a whole lot of unconditional love, some damn good advice, and limitless patience. Let's turn some of that mama magic inward. So as our kids grow, so do we. Yo, Mama, thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so excited that you're here for this episode because this has been the single most simple step I've taken to improve how I mother and my relationship with my kids. Today, we're talking about appreciation. But before we get into it, we have to set the vibe. Let's throw it back to the vibe from episode one, which by the way, was a year ago last week. I totally forgot to celebrate myself. Just take a moment and picture me arms up in the air holding a big ass rose gold numeral uno balloon with a huge smile because that's how I feel. There's been a lot of ups and downs, self-doubt, and self-confidence in my first year as a podcaster, and I'm so fucking proud of myself for being where I'm at. It feels so good. Okay, so back to the vibe of the episode. Like in episode one, where I laid out the feels of a new mom friend date, where we're trying to get to know each other a little bit and decide how much effort we want to put into this new friendship. We're kind of back there again. If you've been here since the start, thank you. You might be thinking, girl, I know you, we're good. But in today's episode, I'm going to speak about some approaches to life and mothering that push back against how most people, including me on my hard days, behave. So you might feel, you know, attacked or seen. And well, like with any new friendship, I hope we can get past our first hard conversation. But I think we'll be okay because I know you're here because you want to be the best version of yourself and you care deeply about your role as a mom. So let's get into it. This is the second episode of my four-episode series about my packed method for mindful mothering, where we're taking a deep dive into each step. If you missed last week's episode, you'll want to listen in before continuing here. Just go back to episode 14, How to Become a More Present Mother, which highlights how presence starts with you and where I offered you simple tactics to start being more present today. The PAC method, which is born out of the unspoken pact we make with our children when we become their mothers to be our best, offer limitless patience, infinite belief, and unconditional love. And the second step is appreciation. The prompt in the Mama Magic Journal that we use to measure our success in the PAC method is, I looked for the good in every moment today and I shared gratitude with my family. As I sit here writing my speaking notes for this episode, coming fresh off a significant argument with my man last night and feeling genuinely misunderstood and unhappy about it, it's hard for me to preach about how this outlook will change your life and how simple it is to look for the good in every moment. But simple doesn't mean easy. And much like presence, appreciation is an inside job. So let's look at some ways you can become more appreciative and why. The easiest way for me to define appreciation in the context of how it supports becoming a more mindful mother is to ask you to participate in a new paradigm. In this appreciation-blessed paradigm, life is always happening for us and not to us. Most of us are living in a paradigm where negative behavior is in the driver's seat of your life. Complaining, blame, and gossip are riding shotgun. And appreciation? Appreciation is in the trunk. No, appreciation is hitchhiking on the side of the road, and only a few kind and optimistic people ever stop to let it in. 
For me, appreciation is like a vibe, a frequency we can tune into and broadcast at. That is, it's like blasting out good tunes, good feels, and music that everyone loves. Lots of times you hear thought leaders talk about looking at life through a lens. Well, for me, it's more like listening, sharing, and feeling life through a headset. So you're going to have to stick with me on this analogy because I'm going to keep coming back to it. Our ability to find appreciation on the daily isn't dictated by our past or the music and frequency of our past environments. However, it's very unusual for mamas to be tuned into the music of appreciation. But what's so cool about this music analogy is that we have the power. This is the soundtrack to our own damn lives, and we have the option to mute the songs we don't like or just change the playlist altogether. Sometimes we feel like just because we grew up with a certain playlist, we're stuck with it. Lots of us feel that our past musical preferences and exposure influence our future, but nothing could be further from the truth. Whether it's positive or negative, your past does not equal your future. You create your future, which means you can absolutely find a way to switch up your playlist and join me in this new paradigm where we look for the good in every moment. So let's take a super common example of a mothering challenge and experience it through our appreciation headset in this new paradigm. It's bedtime. You've had an extremely challenging day, but remember, your headset is on, your vibe is high, and you're recognizing that all the challenges you face today have taught you valuable lessons and you're in a really good place. You just need to get to bed early tonight so you can have a proper reset. The bedtime routine in your home is the same every night. There's no surprises that should cause your school-aged child to act as if bedtime is an event they've never experienced before in their lifetime, but that is exactly what is happening. It starts with the begging. Just a half an hour more. And then the comparison to Susie or Billy, whose bedtime is half an hour later than theirs. And as if the implication wasn't clear, your child swears their mom is just better than you. And you handle that with grace and you comment about how much you love Susie and Billy's mom too. Us moms got to stick together. We rise by lifting others up, you know? I'm here for it. And you recognize that you are simultaneously teaching your child the power of collaboration over competition. Then it moves into the stalling. All of a sudden, studying for the spelling test on Tuesday is super important and attractive. And after you whip through that, because you'll take a win wherever you can, even if it means you're going to be 20 minutes behind. But just as you read off the last word, your kid says they're having trouble focusing because they feel so hungry. So you pop some freaking toast down because there's just something so satisfying as a mother about feeding your child that you don't even think twice about the time. And you swore you'd never let your child go to bed on an empty stomach like your parents did to you, even though dinner was only an hour and a half ago. You even have a fun-loving conversation, a special moment as they eat their toast and you just admire how damn cute they are in their dino PJs. And as they finish their last bite and you ask them to go brush up, they revert back to phase one, begging. They don't want to go to bed yet. Can't they just stay up a little longer? And in that one moment, you feel utterly and completely hoodwinked, ashamed, misunderstood, and irritable as fuck. This is the moment. We've all been there. We have one of two choices. Completely lose it and scream our kid into bed with a door slam. Or continue to reside in our new paradigm. 
before I describe the rest of this familiar scene out from our new paradigm, where we see that everything is happening for us and not to us, I want to make sure you know that the Mama Magic Journal pages are available for you to download right now. It's a lovely PDF that I've worked really hard to create and test and shift and change and shift back. And the thing is, it probably won't ever be perfect, but right now it's perfect enough. If you love personal growth and you're looking for a way to track how you're showing up in your role as a mama, set intention for your days with mothering at the peak of your sight, and measure your presence, appreciation, clarity, and transformation as you work to be a more mindful mama, then this journal is made for you. Visit shineonmama.com forward slash journal to download your copy. The link is in the show notes. Let's choose appreciation, where we get to practice firm but loving parenting to break the cycle of screaming bedtimes and recognize how lucky we are to be tested so we can refine our practice of mothering and learn from our mistakes and maybe next time skip all the bending of the rules and get straight to the firm but loving parenting where after we love up Susie and Billy's moms, our kid is brushing their teeth and getting to bed. You tuck your child in an hour past their bedtime. You skip the bedtime story because the spelling test counted as reading. And with a kiss on the forehead, you say, I appreciate everything about you. You make me want to be the best mama I can be. Let me tell you from experience, this scenario is so much better than the crazy mofo mama who slammed the door on the little person she loves most in the whole world. And when we mother from a place of deep gratitude and appreciation for all the moments... We rarely feel mom guilt because in those moments, the only thing harder than not queuing up your throwback playlist and instead actually keeping your appreciation headset on is the guilt you'll feel listening to your kid cry themselves to sleep after you slam the dang door. That's a lot to take in, but y'all know the bedtime challenges are for real. So let's talk about some tactics for residing in this new paradigm. Believe me when I say I'm working on this every single day because I know that we don't control what happens in our life, but we do control how we respond to it. And I truly believe that mindful mothering is possible in your future. Fulfillment through motherhood is possible in your future. And it comes when you view your past playlists as a great thing. It comes when you learn from your past experiences, vibes, and frequencies instead of staying there. So how? Well, just like any time you want to make a change in your life, you need a plan. And you're going to need a solid one for this because I'm not just asking you to change your behavior. I'm asking you to change an entire belief system. To do this, you'll need tools you can use daily. The Mama Magic Journal will prompt you every morning and evening to be intentional about residing in this new paradigm where everything is happening for us and not to us and finding the good in every moment. But more than that, how do we actually practice appreciation? Plain and simple, if we keep thinking what we've always thought, we're going to keep getting what we've always gotten. Most of the world wants to, one, keep their current comfortable mindset, and two, change their life. It doesn't work like that. We need to learn how to change our thinking so we can create a different life. You've all heard the quote, if you want something you've never had, you've got to do something you've never done, right? That applies to the way we think. Our life is 100% made up of events and the meaning we choose to give to them with our thoughts. Well, that sounds great in theory, but after learning from a 2020 study out of Queen's University in Ontario, Canada, that the average human has over 6,000 thoughts a day, 
and figuring that a busy mama would probably double that, changing our thoughts is going to require some serious focus. If you're serious about residing in this new paradigm and maintaining your appreciation vibe, you could set a reminder on your phone and label it, what's good in this moment, and have it set off to go a few times each day. It's essential that you start to pay attention to your thoughts. That's the only way you're going to be able to slow down enough in time to commit to pull over for appreciation and kick complaining, blame, and gossip out of your damn car. My mindset coach, Brad Bizjack, has a lesson in his program, Appreciation Academy, called Three Habits That Ruin Your Life. You guessed it, complaining, blame, and gossip. In our new paradigm, these habits don't exist. Whenever the urge to complain, blame, or gossip others arises, we must raise our frequency, tighten our headsets, and blast our appreciation playlists. What really helped me to reduce the frequency of these bad habits was to understand the deeper meaning behind them. My mindset coach taught me that gossip is thought poison. That really hit me. It kills us slowly over time. It distorts our thoughts and makes us feel good and terrible simultaneously. Gossip is 100% wrong 100% of the time, and it doesn't improve our lives in any way. Try to go to the rest of the week without participating in any gossip and just notice how much better your life feels. If you do find yourself in a situation where there is gossip happening, get yourself out of there. Just excuse yourself or change the subject. Moving forward, you only speak positively about other people. When we complain, all we're doing is speaking about an area of our lives that we're afraid to change. We think there's a better way or option, but we're not willing to take the risk to make it happen. Complaining is only about situations we could change, but we've chosen not to change. But then we're unwilling to take the risk to make it happen. We need to quit bitching about shit and just take action and take responsibility. And that leads perfectly into the next habit that ruins our lives, blame. Oprah Winfrey says, you are responsible for your life. You can't keep blaming someone else for your dysfunction. You can't blame your circumstances because you are not your circumstances. You are your possibilities. Ooh, no matter how much fault you find in another, it will not change you. You can place blame on everything and everyone around you, but it's always you that responds the way you do. You are why you are where you are right now. For most people, everything is something or someone else's fault. That mindset is toxic to our dreams and our children. We need to reflect on it and remove that mindset so we can take full responsibility for everything in our life. We have to start living like every day matters. Everything that happens, we are responsible for. Even the things that someone else does, we need to learn to take responsibility for the way it affects our lives. Think about these three bad habits in relationship to how we mother. Oh, this is tough because when we're complaining about a situation or circumstance that involves our child, we already do feel responsible because we're raising them and there's a whole lot of ego pumped into that equation. But if we just accept the responsibility for what it is, a beautiful lesson, we can just quit it with the complaining and move on to solving problems. As a mother, the gossip is heavy. I think this is born from a lack of self-confidence. When we see another mama in our circle dancing to her own playlist, we secretly wonder if her music is better than ours. And then it's just from this place of scarcity and lack that we speak about how she's dancing. 
let's just stop that and start accepting that no matter what kind of music is playing or what kind of dance others are doing, it's all beautiful. Lastly, when it comes to blame and our children, I have some really strong thoughts about this. When our children are being their best, we blame ourselves. When they're at their worst, we blame them. That's not fair. We only want to take responsibility for the good, and that's what we're modeling to them. So the next time someone compliments you about what a great job you've done raising your kid upright, give the credit where it's due. Back on your kid. Blame them for everything that's amazing about them each and every time. A lot of these lessons I've been studying in a mindset program for months now. So please don't think that residing in this new paradigm where everything is happening for us and not to us is going to happen overnight. But I promise, if you set your reminders, if you stop complaining, blaming, and gossip, and if you live every day looking for the good in every moment with genuine appreciation, your journey to becoming a more mindful mother will not only be way more pleasant, but you'll also get there faster. Let me know what you think about today's episode by leaving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That truly helps my podcast reach more moms who want to turn all the patience, unconditional love, and belief we have for our kids inward and start showing up more intentionally to their role as a mom while growing themselves along the way. Thanks for listening. Shine on, Mama. Hey, I want to thank you for listening today. And in the spirit of personal growth, I want to thank myself because we all need a little more self-gratitude in our lives. Okay, if you appreciated this episode, do me a favor and share it with your girls, a mama in your life that needs a reminder that she's got a whole lot of magic inside of her. You can share it from wherever you stream your podcasts or take a screenshot and post your stories on social. Just don't forget to tag me at Tanya Malcolm so I can slide into your DMs and say, what's up? Until next time, mama, shine on.